Hey people, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm a sales coach and consultant who works with coaches, business owners, and people in the world of sales who want to become more comfortable and confident in selling in their own natural human way. If you're enjoying the podcast episodes and would like to access some great free resources linked to the podcast series through the monthly newsletter, which also includes podcast extracts and news on upcoming masterminds, live streams and events, then you can email me chris.hatfield at notanothersalesguy.com. That's chris.hatfield at notanothersalesguy.com and quote, let's do this. This episode of Not Another Sales Podcast is brought to you by Mindful Talent, a global coaching organization that trains aspiring coaches and innovative leaders. Their programs, The Trusted Coach and The Trusted Leader, are founded on the principles of mindfulness and developed in alignment with contemporary neuroscience, offering a globally recognized coaching qualification that is accredited by the Association for Coaching. Their online blended learning program has qualified hundreds of participants around the world, helping them to gain an edge in life and in business by increasing their emotional and social intelligence and their ability to connect with others. If you're interested in training with this incredible organization, which I would highly recommend, then you can visit their website and use my personalized URL code to gain 10% off any of their programs. www.mindfultalent.coach That's www.mindfultalent.coach and reference my code, not another sales. And now on with the episode. Hey people, welcome to the coaching series on Not Another Sales Podcast. Over the following four episodes, we're going to be talking through the coaching approach, how to build strong coaching relationships, coaching with curiosity, and building coaching into your role. You're going to hear from five different guests on each of these episodes, and here's the first one. When it comes to coaching, there can be many misconceptions and confusion about what is and isn't coaching. Some people can believe they are coaching when in fact they are mentoring, training or even counselling their team, clients or individuals. In the episode today, you're going to hear about the approach in terms of mindset, structure and objectives a coach should take to ensure they're actually coaching individuals as opposed to venturing into other areas. So sit back, grab a pen and pad and enjoy. Hi there, my name is Chelsea Haynes and I'm excited to spend some time with you today talking about gaining clarity on the role of a coach and how a coach may differ from that of a mentor or a counselor. A quick introduction, I'm a certified health and life coach. I'm passionate about and I specialize in shifting mindsets from a place of scarcity to operating from a place of abundance. We accomplish this together by utilizing functional nutrition. I believe that the way we do one thing is the way we do anything. So by bringing it back to the basics of health, we can create real and lasting habit change. Wikipedia defines a wellness coach as an individual who facilitates healthy, sustainable behavior change by challenging a client to develop their inner wisdom, identify their values, and transform their goals into action. Webster's defines a therapist as a person who helps people deal with mental or emotional problems by talking about those problems, and a counselor as a person whose job it is to provide advice, help, or encouragement. So there's a few important markers here that differentiate the roles of a coach versus a mentor or counselor, 
And this is around facilitating habit change. As a coach, it is imperative that we compassionately discover the reason why a person might be doing what they are doing. Oftentimes, a habit that is no longer suiting someone comes from a much deeper place of desires, wants, or needs. A coach will create a safe container for a client to discover some of these buried needs so that they can become aware of what they may be what may be driving the habits that are no longer no longer working or no longer serving them. Once something is seen, it cannot be unseen. This awareness is what then allows the coach and client to move towards a place of empowered action. This is done strategically by helping the client tune in and harness their own intuition. It is important to remember that we all have exactly what we need to facilitate change. Unfortunately, follow-through can be challenging without the help of someone to hold us accountable to our best self. A coach's objective is to be sure that their client has created action steps that are in alignment with their own core values. This is so much more than just replacing one habit for another. That could work in the short term, but typically it never equates to long-term transformation. This means that from the mind of a coach, the client is already fully capable and empowered to reach their goals, and it could even be helpful to see them as if they have already accomplished their goals. If you find that you're working with a client and the relationship has turned into a situation where the client is expressing the need to work through traumas and is talking about past experiences that are affecting how they show up in their everyday life, I would recommend that you refer that client to a therapist. A therapist or psychotherapist is medically trained in specialties to help someone healthily digest emotional pains including, and definitely not limited to, EMDR and cognitive behavioral therapy. Similar to a counselor, a coach will definitely provide helpful feedback and encouragement. However, it is important that a coach moves forward from this place. Ultimately, a coach's client does not need more information. The client is looking for transformation. It's a coach's job to direct the client back to their whys, and together, a coaching client will create a symbiotic relationship. This will allow for an easeful transition away from stress and dis-ease or disease and into more ease and flow within the container of the client's personal beliefs and values. It's important as a coach to do regular self-check-ins. If you're a coach and you find that you're beginning to doubt your client's abilities, or you're simply finding that you are giving more information and not holding space for transformation, it could be time to make some changes within the dynamic of your relationship with that client, or maybe even refer them to another coach. I hope this helped you gain some clarity on the mindset of a coach and how you can be sure to maintain a coach and client dynamic. Thanks so much for listening. So one of the questions that we're talking about is the coaching approach. And so I want to start with your your question as it relates to what kind of mindset should you consider uh, to make sure you're truly coaching someone versus other areas such as mentoring, training, or counseling. And what I've often said once I understood what coaching was, was I really think, you know, a, a really good coach or even a great coach, uh, 
should be looking to get hired and then looking to be getting fired, <laughs> which is kind of the opposite of wanting to make a living out of it. But when you consider what a coach is as it relates to the key differences, uh, you know, one of the things that's true is oftentimes the coaching and client relationship is going to be short term or on an as needed basis that's focused on uh, changing specific behaviors or letting go of specific behaviors that are inhibiting performance. Whereas like a mentoring relationship is often, you know, people have lifelong mentors. Uh, it's more of a support and guide. Uh, you know, it is personal growth and coaching can be involved in personal growth as well. But oftentimes, um, you know, the, the coaching mentoring relationships can be separated, but between a short-term and long-term relationship. It's not to say that coaching relationships aren't on, on the long-term. Of course they are, but it really should be focused on getting very specific results. Whereas mentoring, uh, you know, you could not get results or you could, you could sort of have results in mind out on the horizon, uh, and still be in the mentoring relationship, whether you ever achieve them or not, I think is, is a key difference. Um, you know, one of the things that I think about, I think about coaching is, is, you know, in the roles, you know, oftentimes mentoring is, you know, I think a good coach needs to be able to listen, right? But there becomes a time when, you know, in the mentoring and coaching relationship where, um, the, the key difference is there. Cause I think you'd mentioned those in your questions is the coach is going to ask very specific, direct hard hitting quest questions where the mentor will spend a little bit more time doing some role modeling, maybe hinting at suggestions. It's a little less, a little less direct. Uh, because again, I think the idea is it's not the, the foundation is not set based on getting short term or immediate results for a client or for mentee, I should say. And I guess finally, uh, one of the things that, um, that I think is a big difference is, you know, the, the mentor versus coach relationship you know, the coach is really going to direct more of the learning versus, you know, the, in the mentoring, the mentoring and mentee relationship, the person being mentored is really more in charge of, of, of sort of drawing out some of the learning, uh, from the coach. It's less, again, it's less direct. It's less, um, I should say assertive, uh, in some of the learning initiatives or learning, learning needs of the client. And so I think those are key differences. And again, I think the mindset is all about, you know, defining exactly what we're trying to achieve upfront, being very clear about the objectives and then setting a, a target date for that to be done. That's, that's what's going to separate the coach and the mentor relationship or the, the difference between the two. Hi everyone, this is Janine Capaldi and we are going to be exploring um, approaches to coaching and building coaching relationships, um, even when your key role is, is not, not to be a coach. Um, so a quick bit of background for you. I've been coaching individuals for almost 10 years um, 
I now coach and mentor individuals and businesses on how to successfully grow their business through uh, building relationships online, um, specifically through LinkedIn. When it comes to coaching, um, there can be some confusion about what it is and, and, and what it isn't. Um, it can be quite easy um, when you've had limited training or uh, when I guess when you have certain um, personality tendencies uh, as well, or if you just have a slight misunderstanding of what it is to, to go into other realms of support like counselling or teaching or mentoring. Um, and I would say that the right mindset for coaching is to try and remain detached from the outcome that the person you are coaching um, comes to. So um, absolutely care, you know, we're invested in what our clients or colleagues or whoever it is that we're coaching, we're invested in in where they get to through coaching. Um, but try and remain detached from what they actually come to. No, we're not we're not trying to get them to create almost like a repeat of what we have done. Um, we're not relying on our experience in a certain area um, to in ensure their success, for example. Um, I think what the important things to keep in mind are that, you know, we want to move someone forward. Okay, so, you know, coaching is about being accountable that person being accountable for their actions and setting no matter how big or small um setting steps that they are going to go and fulfill outside of the coaching session you know the coaching is there to um enable someone and get them set up and then the the beauty of coaching is that you know the work is done by the individual outside of the session um that is incredibly empowering um incredibly empowering for for people that are go that are going through real you know good quality coaching because um because the success is you know the success is their own um you don't need to have that shared experience uh, that that your client or your your coachee has got you don't need to have followed the similar path and in actual fact um it's often easier that you don't because um, there's less tendency to go into that, you know, what would I do? Or what, what happened when I went through this? Um, it allows you to be further focused on, uh, on the individual, okay? Um, so I would say that, you know, what we're, that, you know, that what the, the mindset that to have is that, you know, we're, we're there to enable somebody through being curious, through being curious and challenging that person through our questioning um, and reflecting back to them what they're saying. There's so much power in, um, in reflecting back what someone's saying when they hear the words that they've spoken to you they can then go and make a decision as to whether that's true or an excuse or right or, um, you know, it, 
it sounds exactly right to where they want to be and what they want to do. Um, you know, our entire focus is on that other person. Um, and so really, you know, once we kind of let our internal chatter uh, take a step back, once we stop thinking about what we would do, what happened to us, or this reminds me of a, of a situation when, you know, and, and we're thinking about that, once we stop and actually just put our attention solely on our client or our colleague or whoever it is that we're coaching, and we actually start to listen, um, the, the, the questions are much, much easier. You know, like our, our structure really is to give somebody space to explore, be curious about what they're exploring and help move them along to a point where they're able to know what their next steps and actions are and that that feels right for them. Hello, so my name's Ginny Mitchell. My company is called Change for Success. I'm based in Manchester and what I do is I, I help people essentially with mindset around mental health issues and I help them remove old blocks and programs that are keeping them stuck. So yeah, talking about the coaching approach today. So coaches can be you know, they can be regarded perhaps different to other types of, you know, other types of people out there, um, such as counsellors or trainers or mentors. So coaches are are different to those those types of people. Um, in terms of how a coach works, it's all around it's all around helping those individuals really succeed. First of all, it's about looking at what the individual's goal is. Where are they now and where do they want to be? So the goals could be around business goals, financial goals, personal goals, because there are different types of coaches out there that can encourage people to get to where they want to be. But it's all around focusing on achieving those aims. So I would certainly say coaching is all about it's really supporting those clients and allowing them to be accountable for themselves. So the the clue is in the name, I suppose. Uh, coaching is really about coaching that person that individual and allowing them to move forward so it's really about first of all looking at as i said there there what are what, what are those individuals goals where do they want to be and then it's really about breaking those goals down and it's about being really very structured with those goals so what we need to do then when we're very structured with the goals we need to look at our mindset and what's stopping us achieve those goals so if someone's if you work with someone um in their 40s for example and that they're in a space and they wanted to get where they want to get for 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 10 20 30 40 years and something is keeping them stuck so um that will be down to mindset so that's the second part that we work on we really need to look at mindset so where is that person at is there maybe beliefs that are keeping them stuck Quite often I'll see clients where they come to me and there's there's really these old beliefs that are keeping them stuck, the beliefs that they say to themselves. And none of these beliefs are true, by the way. So they might say something like, I'm not confident or I'm not successful or I'm not a good business owner. All that stuff is rubbish. That just goes down to mindset. And it just goes down to old programs that we, we were taught, that we, we learned a long, long time ago. So we really have to get into the mindset of the individual and look at how we can 
how we can turn that around, how we can look at what is keeping them stuck. Why why are those limiting beliefs still hanging around and how can we kind of remove those to help them um, kind of move forward? So it's really about looking at the mindset and assisting that client um, in terms of allowing them to see what is holding them back and giving them the tools and techniques that they can use to kind of, um, you know, knock that limiting mindset and belief structure out of the park so they can um, achieve what they want, whether it's successful business, as I say, whether it's financial goals, whether it's personal goals. And quite often these can also, you know, be inter- interlinked as well. Um, <clears throat> I think in terms of being a coach, it's really being it's really being accountable to that individual as well. So if we're looking at achieving goals, we need to, on a week by week or, or a monthly basis or what have you, be there as an accountability person. Um, quite often we can say, right, we want to achieve this goal, that goal, the other goal in business or whatever it is, and then things get in the way, life gets in the way. If, we, if we're encouraging and that client to be, you know, we're being accountable to them. We can be there, you know, supporting them along to achieve what they want to achieve. So I'm, I'm kind of, in terms of where the structure is with those goals, really breaking those goals down as well. So um, being, you know, allowing the goals to be achievable in, in, in a in a kind of specific time frame. Because if we kind of say, look, let's go and climb Everest next week. That's a huge goal. We need to really break that down into chunks and really look at the training and the steps that we need to take to get to that position. So these are all key areas I would suggest about, um, you know, about how how we can be a successful coach. It's really around looking at the mindset, achieving those goals and, you know, really being there to support that client on their journey, but allowing them to understand, you know, this is their journey. This is um the journey that they take for themselves but we're there to be accountable supportive and encourage them to maybe just open their eyes up to see the things that they didn't possibly see in the first place hello it's marty vids here host of the marty vids show podcast where interesting people do remarkable things I'm a business speaker, I'm a business coach, and I love inspiring people to get the best out of themselves and live happier, meaningful lives as well as do their life's best work. That's my purpose, so I'm looking forward to sharing some incredible tips with you today. So often people ask me what's the difference between coaching and mentoring, and I think they work well in combination if you can do it that way. Uh, for me, mentoring is more about dealing with the person's emotions. So there's an emotional intelligence to it. You're connecting, you're building rapport with that person. You're coming from your own experiences in many ways and the emotions you've dealt with in those experiences in business. So then you're looking to impart wisdom onto that person in order how to handle those situations better, like they might be starting a business or they might be looking to grow beyond themselves in the business or they might be scaling teams. Now, they're all process-orientated things, which would be more the coaching position, but mentorship is more about handling the person, ensuring they're not going from red to green in their emotions and that we've got orange and they can really work effectively through these different phases in their business, but also in their life as well. 
because uh, so often people are very good at business and then their family life collapses or they might be great at making money but horrific in regards to their interaction with people. So you're you're looking from that point. To me, mentoring is coming from experience in regards to what you have done and imparting that wisdom uh, on that person given their circumstances and where they're at. There's no use giving them everything if they're not ready um, for that. You want to meet the person where they're at and really work on the emotional intelligence side of working through the different stages of where they're at in their business. Where the coaching comes in for me is more specific to the situation at hand in the business. So it might be how do we create a plan in order to grow from three people to five people or three people to 30 people. And then that is specific practical steps and planning around that. So to me, that is a better indication of coaching. How I do it, which is a point of difference in my style, is I'll develop a coaching plan based on that individual because there's no two individuals that will respond the same way. So I'm looking to get the emotional intelligence in knowing what motivates the person. Are they driven by challenge? Are they driven by a sense of adventure or are they more conservative? So I'm really getting to understand the person first and their wants and the way they operate within their world and within their business And then we get specific in regards to strategy that works given a specific situation. So it might be someone wants more leads and they're not willing to establish a face-to-face network. You know, they want to do it all on social, but they're not willing to engage with clients. So it might be specifically for this situation, we need to be adding value to three people a day and get comfortable with adding value to three people a day. And that way, you know, they're building up a momentum, they're building up a rhythm, and then we can take measurements over the course of a week. That's 15 new engagements. We can see, make sure our funnel's working as to where those engagements are turning into opportunities and prospects, and then coming into the sale itself. And so so really... I feel like they're two different things and many people will separate them, but I see them in absolute collaboration and combination. So to me, coaching and mentoring plays a big part, um, but I think they're very specific in their areas. So I hope that's been of assistance to you. Hey people, thanks for listening to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts you can find me on instagram not another sales guy underscore in each of those words you can also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing not another sales podcast and also if you want to connect to me on linkedin i go by the name of chris hatfield so thanks again and stay tuned for another episode